Hello, and welcome to Kingdom Divided's uh, prologue of Azimir. Uh, we are going to be doing a little under 10 years ago, as he is in the Mikado Crusades. And the Mikado Crusades, the troops about six, seven months ago had successfully made Beachhead again at Guanzhou. At Guanzhou, they have held the area long enough to make sure that they are able to supply, but they have yet to be able to push onto the next city of Dingo. Now, Casimir is with a unit of troops. There's approximately 15 or 20 of them. Uh, there is Diego Vallis. Um, Pavel Tomic is not yet um, joined the group, and the group is led by Louis de Flor. Um, as you guys have been marching throughout the night to get near Dingu, um, are you going to try to sleep in shifts, or are you going to want to try to stay awake the entire time? I think it would be sleeping in shifts. Okay. Um, as you are sleeping in shifts and you are in that particular scenario, you are awoken by trebuchets firing on your general position as they are throwing basically explosive like Greek fire. The, you are woken up to flames and the like. It is just beginning to be the crack of dawn. What would you like to do? Casimir um, uh, would loudly yell, like, uh, fire, um, everyone uh, up, up, and, and then, um, uh, so take, make sure that his men are sort of, like, awake and ready to um, take orders uh, once the, if the captain um, uh, gives them. It seems that um, as you are attempting to do this, the people who are obviously up are prepared. Um, through the fires and action, you are already missing about a quarter of... Like, you're missing like three or four guys out of the 20. Well, um, uh, he'll, he'll say, uh, uh, sort of cut his losses and, and do his best to... Um, preserve what he has uh and, and then um um i guess uh and, and so is the captain around like so what is there and he's beginning to get people organized but as sergeant he has to think about what are you going to do and you have to kind of prep on the rest right of course no yeah. uh um so yeah so i i'd sort of cut the losses you know it's like well if if People die if, if if they're missing. Um, why is my phone going off? I don't know. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, yeah, so he would, uh, I would, um, yeah, um, try and 
organize the men, and, and then um, sort of like, all right, lads, we've trained for this. Um, uh, we're gonna show them uh, what uh, the, the 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 power of the bell can um, uh, really means. So Louis grabs um, you and basically says, "We have to become a less solid target for them to aim at." Okay. And he is he asks that you basically take uh, seven guys, and he's going to take like the ten other guys that are left. And he huh. says, "You're going to take the left left route um, to see if there's any cover that we can begin to kind of get into the city." and burn what we can, and we're going to go to the other side and look for the same. If you don't find anything in about 10 or 20 minutes, come back here. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I um, sort of order them in to have like a sort of staggered uh, formation and, and lead them around uh, to the left, uh, as you said. Okay. As you are beginning to kind of move through, are you giving a lot more independence to these people being able to like move between cover at their will, or are you trying to keep the unit very tight? So how, how much experience and do I have with these particular troops? You've probably been with them for at least th three to five years. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I, I trust them to know yeah when to move like how, and so forth okay um as you are moving you are seeing troops leaving dingu and going to your previous position mm -hmm. um and they're they're on um they're basically groups of skirmishers with uh surround they're protecting groups of archers gotcha um, as important to note, you are not on horseback at this particular time, as horses would likely not be able to handle um, the awesome. constant explosions of <laughs> of what else was going on. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Now the question is, because the center point is done, are you going to try to wrap all the way around Dingu, or do you want to go um, try to get into the city now that you're a little bit more independent on your choices? Right. What choices would you like to make? So, the um, so, so when the troops came out of the city, is is it um, would that be a thing that uh, I'd be able to exploit to get into the city? Um, that would mean that while there still are likely town guards, if you are able to break into the city, the troops would then be, because these are not troops that can siege a city, you yeah. easily could then take them out if you were able to, it's the high risk, high reward. Yeah, th that's what, uh, yeah, I was like, all right, um, time to roll the dice, uh, we're, we're going to be, um. Uh, sneak in uh, and, and knife them in the back with their pants down. Okay. Um, are you going to try to get your guys to climb a wall? Are you trying to look for a break in their wall? Are you trying to just get through the front gates? Like how uh, risky? Yeah, yeah. So, so I think we would try to 
See if we have like ropes and uh, grappling hooks to try and climb up the wall. The, I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of wall it is, but um. So it, uh, it, it theoretically is going to be like because Dingu is not a major major city. You're probably right. looking at it is a almost like wooden kind of fort palisade uh, thing, not a stoned uh, grand city or because. You have to imagine this peninsula stuff has been burned and torn down and it had to be yeah, rebuilt yeah. constantly. Yeah, so I imagine it wouldn't be that hard to scale the wall. Okay. So um, you're going to scale the wall. Um, you and uh, Diego easily make it over. Um, there are some people that in their heavier armor can't do it. Mm. Okay, so so I'll, I'll tell them uh, uh, stay low. Um, we'll uh, take the gate and open it for you so you can get in that way. Okay. And and then we'll move to secure the um, access areas as well as see if we can take out that trebuchet. But first things first, uh, control the access uh, to the um, gates. Okay. So it's right now you, um, Diego, and a clapper priest named Alejandro Martinez. Okay. Um, Alejandro is with you as you guys are beginning to sneak around as the sun is kind of just beginning to kind of break light. It is very difficult to still see people. A uh, friend from mm -hmm. foe is it's just kind of silhouettes right now. Right. You see a group of troops... Um, on the wall, there is one guy in armor with two archers, um, and one of them uh, calls out to you in the Mikado language. Whom I know, like, yes, or something like that. So, uh, wait, no, actually, it would be better just not to respond. Um, and, uh, act as if we didn't hear as long as possible um, to get close enough to then charge them. Uh, so you are going to walk towards them as you're doing that call? Well, you're... yeah, so he's, he's not going to, like... Um, uh, I'm So I'm hoping that it'll be, like, continue to walk towards them, they're like, stop, 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 uh... And they'll not fire right away, if that makes sense. Allow them to get close enough to charge. Okay. okay. Um, as you're kind of trying to do that, um, they are backing away. I see. Um, the uh, Alejandro uh, pulls out a um, a bell and starts. Uh, calling upon the bell ringer as the arrows start coming at you. Um, they are bouncing off of his uh, reflective protection. Okay. So you can charge now safely. Yes, yes. So to obviously shield up, uh, sword out, okay. charge. You go and you attack the people. Um, pick even or odd. Uh, odd. Odd. You... Uh, slash through both of the archers in a particular in one turn. The knight, the guy in armor, is running to try to set the alarm. Um, D 
Diego picks up one of the archer's bows and hits that guy in the leg. Push. And um, so he's still alive. Right. Uh, I'll run over and uh, kill him as soon as, as quickly as possible. Um, Alejandro is like, we should probably interrogate him. Like, <laughs> we don't even know where to go. Yeah, being killed in any second. So, yeah. So, 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 yeah, he'll flip him over, put his sword to his throat, and say, uh, 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 I'm, your armor makes you worthwhile enough as a prisoner. Um, answer my questions and, uh, um, uh, you'll uh, live uh, to see the next day. Um, he says in poor bell ringer, um, what do you want? Uh, I, um, I'm going to take this city uh, what is the complement uh, of uh, the defend the um, defenders currently? Um, you don't have enough. I'll, I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Um, uh, Where's the trebuchet located? Um, yeah, center field. Okay. Do I know what that would mean? It means, uh, like, it means courtyard, but he doesn't know the word. Right, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, uh, the baseball diamond. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, um, and so, uh, by the way, uh, he has a on his armor. He has the mark of a minor halt house called the Talfer okay. Go. Okay. Um, and they are they were a house that was basically told you're a mercenary group. You are willing to do whatever is necessary. As much land as you can hold on the battlefront, you can keep. Gotcha. These are these are definitely the classical demilitarized zones of the Mikado, where they know right. every generation or two there's going to be a conflict. Right. So almost all the food is imported in because the populace really can't handle like surviving yeah. through all that, and yeah. so he is definitely not a noble or an important person he's definitely a soldier for profit and hire okay um and uh, uh which way is the gate i know uh, where the gate is that's a stupid question um uh where's the commander i uh i don't know um he uh, watches troops at sunrise. Okay. He'll expect the troops then. 
Um, well, the trebuchet started beforehand. Right. So it could have been that one of your guys was spotted. Right. And um, that's why the troops... Um, but this guy just uh, directly saying... This guy directly saying that the normal procedure is he would walk, he'd come check the troops. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I sort of look to Diego and the priest to see if they have suggestions about um, questions to ask him. Um, I think um, Diego says, I think we should take his armor. And be in his armor. So you have an idea. There's only three of us. It's hard for us to walk around, and every minute it's getting brighter. Yeah. Um, I do want to do this. Uh, I, I'm guessing I have the most training, uh, and will be able to eat, move best in the armor. Or would you rather take it since you don't have any right now? Yeah, it's like, I'm fine to get in one of the archer stuff. And the bigger question is, do you want to put Alejandro in this guy's armor or you? Because you're at least already in chain. or Because you started yeah. the game with either in chain or in, um, in bastard. Like, Yeah, I, I think I had a... I mean... Like my original starting equipment was, I think it was a breastplate. Okay, so let's say way back in, you just said chain. So, um, this guy's in bastard armor. The question okay. is, like, if we put Alejandro in his stuff, we can do that. Yeah. If we put you in the stuff, we have to throw your stuff with hide it again, right? Uh, um, uh, or you could get in one of the other archers' things. There was two archer stuff, right? Um, and you can maybe just put the archer cloaks over your shield, over over your chainmail. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll like uh, it's like Alejandro um, uh, get in his armor, um, and I'll uh, put sort of the the out the out outer clothing of the archers uh, over mine. Um. What also Alejandro does is he goes to one of the extinguished torches and he rubs his hands um, all over the extinguished torch and he pushes it through your hair so you don't look like uh, a redhead. Well, so I've been meaning to ask about this. Yeah. So the art of my character that there's going to be some red in it. Okay, that makes sense. If you if you didn't have the blood of the door, there'd be a lot more debate. Yeah, but that's that's why I wanted to to ask because that's yeah. been something that I I was like, obviously art is art, but it's not the exactly. actual exactly. character reality. You have ludicrously dark red hair that people would only yeah. notice closer, but right. just to help cover it up, Alejandro's yeah. gonna put some ash through your hair. Yeah, and. Make sure that that's fine. Now, Alejandro yeah. is a um, is also like a quintil of uh, House Grazi, basically. So he is gonna right. put uh, ash in his hair too. Diego is kind of a a, a random um, paltrist, so his hair is already dark. Yeah. Um. 
So you guys take a few moments to kind of get all concealed up. And in that yeah. time, uh, Alejandro, when he like gets the guy out of his armor, he just throws him over the wall and he doesn't make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I nod at Alejandro and approval. And, and I say, uh, how's your Mikado? Um, he says a word in Mikado. <laughs> it's not great, but yours is worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. <laughs> um, he's like, it, it, it's it's obviously best we speak as little as possible, for sure. Um, but let us at least get to the trebuchets and try to disarm those. Yes, um, either disarm them or start them firing on the city. The thing is. If we start firing them in the city, that's going to also send all the troops exactly there. That's true. That's true. There are three of us. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd that be bad. So yeah, uh, let's uh, disarm the trebuchet. So as you guys are walking around and you are seeing a bit more of kind of common people because they uh -huh. still have to have staff and, right. and, and, pe and all the rest... You are walking through those groups and you're seeing people begin supplies for the siege. You're seeing them running like water and and pitch to different places. And you are gradually kind of getting closer to the trebuchets and you do see a very large um, man who is in plate armor where he is giving orders to the trebuchets and it looks like people are coming and giving directions to him. Like he is some sort of leader. So can I see the storage of like what the situation with the Greek fire or explosives might be? Yeah. So it basically is about 30, 40 feet from the trebuchets and they load them about, they're like basically having almost a handoff uh, chain of people that are bringing each shot to the trebuchet. I'm wondering if it just makes the most sense to try and blow up that cache. Yeah. Um, um, because uh, it, it'll take time for them to load up the trebuchet with, like, rocks if they if they're not stocked for rock and rock just firing a rock into the middle of the night is not nearly as dangerous as as um greek fire or makata fire diego says we probably could go to the far side um light some arrows on fire and and hit it into some straw nearby perfect let's um, do that so you and Diego kind of do that, and Alejandro's like, I'm going to stay in this area and make sure that no one goes and investigates while you guys are prepping that. Great. You are, you, you get to that other area, you guys are starting to make the fire, and uh, Diego kind of gives you the alert noise and like points uh -huh. over to where it is, and you see that the large, uh, leader of the city is calling to Alejandro and walking towards him. 
I, 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 I think we need to. I, I gesture to him that we need to go through with the plan because um, I don't think we can hit him with our arrow through piercing armor through his arrows or anything like that. Okay. So you guys go through with the plan. Um, he is very, very close to the to uh, Alejandro. You guys light it, and there's fire starting. Um, yeah. You can see that Alejandro is trying his best to be like, oh, oh, uh, in Mikado, like, uh, my unit over to the left, and uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like a tourist in Mexico trying to be like, where's the car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Casimir's Kaz- thought process is that, like, he can't help him going over is like oh my it's not the options are like run over and try and duel command or or hope that he gets distracted by the by the fire um as you guys have shot the fire and the sun is rising um Diego like is like, you know that weird, like, spider sense of the person next to you being freaked out, even though you're not looking at them? Yeah. Yeah. Diego's freaked out. Uh, I, I look to see what he's looking at. He basically realizes that there is a larger amount of explosives. Like, this was just for the throwing that there, but oh. there are explosives all around it. Ooh. And, like, 20 feet away is, like, basically a whole bunch of pitch. And another, like, 30 feet away is, like, there. So, the Mikado actually have, like, the early Asian um, right. uh, flamethrower things. Oh, awesome. Love this. Um, so, uh, he's, like, uh, and at that kind of moment, the detonation lands. <laughs> And uh, you are thrown as you lose consciousness. Right. You wake up in an untold period of time and you are incredibly thirsty as you are chained by the leg and on a cart. It is currently a day that was definitely not the day that you that the explosion occurred. Am I the only one on the cart? Is Diego or Alejandro there? Diego and Alejandro are not there. There are Mikado guards next to you. Um, you are by yourself as a bell ringer. Right. I'm sure if I was one of many prisoners or, or, or just one. Yeah. You are a prisoner. You don't know if there are okay. other groups of prisoners, but where you are, you are a lone prisoner. Gotcha. Um, um, your hands are not tied, by the way. Okay. But but I am uh, um, shackled. You are shackled uh, by, your, by a leg. 
Right. And um, you are no longer wearing armor. Yeah. One thing to note is even at the moment when you touch your face, you almost have like a week or two of beard growth. I'm guessing I don't have my water skin on me, so I'll um, um, try it out and like mine water uh, to the guard. I'm um, expecting him to laugh in his face, but he's that thirsty. There is a, uh, and by the way, so as there are a lot of salt bloods basically, and I'd say it's probably sixty percent salt blood and forty percent. Full on uh, Tao Asian people that you right. fight normally on that border. Okay, gotcha. in the group that is currently guarding you is all uh-huh. Tao uh, Asian Asianish people. Okay, gotcha. Okay, um, one of them says, uh, uh, "Patience, I will provide," and he gets up. Thank you kindly. Um, and he comes back and he, uh, uh, has two different, uh, things. He, uh, says one is, uh, the, and he's like, is beginning to like understand enough bell ringer that he's like, this is water. And he's like, and this is for pain. And he gives you both. I'm guessing a great uh, a lot, but it's it's a very hollow pain. It's like you you have fractured probably ribs. You uh, probably have a, a, a skull fracture. You right. probably have like, but like your internal organs are just bruised. Like right. it's not like you're like, oh, I have a gaping wound somewhere, or I have a shattered leg. Uh, you're, it's closer to like a person who's had a massive car accident. Yes. Yes. So you're still buckled up, so to speak, but you're not like I have. I have a sword in my chest. Mostly I was wondering, is like, uh, I guess Casimir's wondering, is like, can I get away with not taking the pain medication so it doesn't dull me? But uh, uh, he'll take both. Okay, so the quote-unquote pain medication is just wine. Oh, okay. Well, like, you're a little leery. You're like, okay, this is water, that's fine. And then you, like, open up the other one, you kind of smell, like, is it like milk on a poppy? Like, no, it's just yeah. a really... Really, a uh, strong wine. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll sip a bit of that uh, down the water. And he's like, uh, "You are being taken to the prison at Lodanen. Um, your people's action, though, was." Successful and your sacrifice had purpose. Thank you for telling me that. That, um, 
was good to know. But I guess that uh, it was not successful enough not to be captured by you. Is it not the way of the bell to throw the dross of its people for merely the concentration of a few? Rings as it rings, as it wishes to ring. Um, and, and, it echo, and it echoes out um, uh, long after uh, it is the first um, uh, bell has been rung. Um, as you are kind of spending more time with this guy, you realize yeah. from his. Uh, markings on his clothing is he is actually a member of House Tobe, which is like the the villainized house of the classic bell ringer stories because House Tobe were the people who took over Belkind. Is that who the Shogun belongs to? Or? No. Yes, the Shogun is not House Tobe. It, it's a little confusing. Yeah. When they took over the Bell Lands, the Shogun, it was House Tope. Okay. Okay. But no longer. But this has been almost 80, 80 to 100 years. Yes. So, 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 so yeah, there's a different Shogun since then. Um, but Tobe is still seen as the like our typical villain. Right. That makes sense. Yes. Um, to understand it, by the way, like on the map stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so we look and we see, uh, let me actually just even pull it up to make sure that I'm not giving you bad data. Uh, so the uh, current is, yeah, that was right. Okay. So all of this Abenian shogunate on the map. Yep. So all of this is basically run by the new Shogun. Oh, okay. Okay. Tobe is over here. Yeah. And there were more invasions earlier in the Crusade directly from Warsook into Tobe. But if you gotta imagine, if a problem happens then, and they take parts of Warsook, you're fucked. So sure. the idea of going directly from South Griffin to the Albanians is much more successful in a strategic sense right? than trying to stagger step the attack. Right. So yeah, the Abanian house, um, as House Abanian, they are the current Ahaku, which is the Shogun. Um, you are gradually at, through the probably four to five days while you're going to the prison um, are picking up different aspects of the heraldry of the Mikado. Um, the two key houses that are here um, are House Tobe and House Maj. Um, House Maj um, seem to be like it takes you a while to realize they're a house because at first you just think they're a reflection of like the bell ringer priests. And then you realize, wait, no, 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 no. They're actually a, a, a house 
that is delegated to go do these religious aspects for them. Um, important to note, you're not seeing any beast people. Okay. So the guy who you're talking to from House Tobe is like, there's nothing wrong for us to tell you that your sacrifice had meaning. Is is there it is our job to make you understand that while you sacrificed for a purpose for others, they sacrificed you for what they wanted. Quiet and, and says, uh, well, sometimes, um, that's how war goes. Would it not be more righteous a war if the people who actually held influence in your land came to fight, came to lead? Certainly would. Um, it, uh, it might, uh, but I doubt that they, most of them would be able to hack it. And I suspect that they, um, uh, don't want, would rather send off their children to fancy schools and go whoring rather than, um, fight and die, uh, uh, as as real men and women. Then why are they worthy of your loyalty? When my well, ancestors went and invaded your domain, the head of our house landed on the first ship. It's admirable. Um, I don't have loyalty to those lords. Um, I'm loyal to the bell to the people there and to my brothers in arms. The bell is a zealous and hungry god devouring all that it sees. It is understandable why people who would follow the bell wish to sit under its table and eat the scraps that the bell finds unpleasant to its palate. The way that your people justify ripping fabrics in the tear of reality and transforming humans into beasts. We do not believe that we should be ruled by creatures who demand the future be as it is, but instead leaders and liberators who will stand with us, similar to our generals. Well, I didn't hear that. Casimir sort of uh uh sort of smiles weakly and says, Well, at the very least, uh 
your system seems to have been holding off the Crusaders for a long time. Is it us, or does the bell just near, need your life sacrifice for its own glory? I can't presume to speak for the bell. I'm sorry, I missed that again. Sorry, um, let me... Uh, I can't presume to speak to, uh, to the, uh, uh, the workings of the bell. But you say you follow it, and you do these actions for the bell and for your soldiers who follow the bell. If you cannot understand its purpose or its desire, how could you call yourself such a follower? One must follow where it takes you. If you cannot see it, how can you not follow? Where it takes me, I do not know always why it chooses that path. For a god that's purpose is to illuminate the future, it seems odd it hides such things from me. I'm a priest. Uh, I'm not a gifted field. Most of them, you know, need to be able to read the texts and so forth. Um, so I can't pretend. It, it would be foolish to me to pretend to 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 know the uh, higher mysteries. When you are in Ladanan, there are going to be some aspects of life in the prison that will seem unusual. It is important that you begin to adjust yourself so you can thrive as a prisoner instead of being tortured. Ask why, why it is that you are um, both interested in debating me as well as interested in giving me advice on how to make my prison time enjoyable. There are many who are in the prisons of Ladon and of the Crusader troops who reach the understanding and epiphany of the failure of the bell, and as all honorable Mikado choose to change their destinies. I'm giving you such an opportunity. Casimir Pass Ramirez. May I know your name since you know mine? My name may be confusing under the aspects of your bell ringer tongue. You may call me Alex. Alex was the name of my friend and associate who showed me the information and the knowledge of the bell so I could understand why your people were so hungry. And where's Alex now? The original Alex, not. The man who I knew as Alex has taken 
a key diplomatic post and is currently dealing in the society of Lumia. Now, I'm not much of a debater, but I something. Do you think that you can truly understand a man's religion from someone who turned his back on that religion? I think it is more important to hear many opinions and many voices and then see the observation of the world to know where a man chooses to walk instead of chooses to follow. Do you disagree? For some reason, that. by the way, the first like four words of every time you talk, I lose. So and then it pushes in what you're saying. Okay. Uh, let me try and adjust my speaker setup because I don't know why. Yeah, it's like the mic doesn't know you're talking, and then it's like, oh, he's talking. And then I'm able to hear you. But like those first four words, I'm like, what was that? And then I have to discern it from the rest of the context. Which is really annoying. Okay. Is this any better? You sound, you, I mean, you know, when like you haven't talked for a while and then you talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, no, okay. Uh, that's worse. Whatever that is, that's worse. <laughs> I heard none of that, <laughs> except that there was whispers. Apparently, my new headphones uh, are not good mics. Um, okay. Uh, like honestly, you should be you should could use your current headphones and then just go to the normal mic, right? Yeah, that's what I had with. Be that's what I was working with before. Oh, okay. Maybe uh, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just go back to where it is. We don't have a, a ton of time to be able to kind of futz with it. But like, yeah. It, uh, I'll, Okay. So um, you're still in the debate with him over the nature of you're like, hey, uh, how can you know for someone who was rejects it? He says that I uh, I don't necessarily believe everything he says. I believe that by getting all this information, I can make a path for myself and not just be a blind follower. Right. And then I didn't hear what your response was. Casimir uh, uh, says, I, I find that very and life truly have um, freedom to go where they want, rather that there are few choices ahead of people that they have to make their best choice that will um, help them and those around them. Such is the nature of a star god follower. The star gods illuminate where people have their opportunities. While the followers of the worm gods are given the perspective of you may choose your loyalties, you may choose your land, you may choose your destinies. If you do not change something, it is because you chose not to change it. That's. I'm sorry that I'm not one of the more educated nobles who. debate and conversation 
about this, but um, I do not expect you to. I merely am giving you opportunities that maybe other prisoners have not had. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, but I, to be honest, I. Your parents, how would you think that they would react if you turned your entire back on everything that they did for you the way that they raised you and all of your beliefs? Your friends, your family? No. Quite possibly quite poorly. Good thing they did not exile me to a foreign concept, a foreign invasion for me to die at the hands of others and be forgotten. I think if they did that, they'd understand whatever aspect I might do. Okay, so smiles and says, I was not exiled, I chose to carry on here. Uh, then, truly a um, uh, a clapper at heart. Well, I wish you the best. You too. Thanks for the wine. And uh, about a day later, you guys get to Leonden. Um, okay. In Leonden, it is, as you're kind of being carted through it, it is a very alien city compared to what you're used to. Even the cities that you've been attacking in the north have constantly been rebuilt so many times, it doesn't really have the Mikado feel. It really just is a war front. Leonden is one of the cities that begins to have that classic uh, Mikado kind of architecture. You're seeing some pagodas, and you're seeing um, terracotta tile, and you're seeing um, uh, lacquered woods and things like that. They, uh, you are, you are beginning to also start seeing some, uh, beast men priests. There's not a lot. You're talking like maybe one out of 50 people, maybe one out of a hundred people are one of these beast men priests. Um, a swan person comes and now you've been kind of taken out of your cart and you've been gathered into a group of prisoners. And he says, all of you have been captured into different parts of the Crusader Wars, as you call them, into prison here. Every one of you, by some act or some response, has been seen by the members of the Crusader troops as a unique individual and not worthy to be merely killed upon the battlefield. In such uniqueness, you can either have pride or stubbornness, but this is the place that you will be brought. Are there any questions or concerns? And one of the guys in the back kind of like screams out and says, why do you bring us here if you know that we're so loyal to the bell that we were willing to do whatever was necessary to get your attention? And the swan guy basically says, 
people who have the ability to do great tasks have the ability to also change great minds. And everyone's like, oh, that's kind of kind of weird, but okay. And you're, you can ask a question if you're interested. Um, Tazmir was raised his hand and said, so do you eat other birds? Is that like a taboo? I do not consider it a taboo to dine upon any creature that I am able to hunt and kill. See, I'm learning so much here. So you guys are taken into a underground kind of jail cell. Um, and it is entirely empty. Um, it's unusual in the fact of like, you would think normally prisoners would be brought where other prisoners are. Right. And it, the fact that you're in this place and that like, uh, they've put lie all across it. And like, so it's about as clean as you could actually have like as a jail cell. Um, they feed you all once a day, a very simple, uh, rice and vegetable meal. Any, yeah. No, go ahead. Anyone who, Asks to go and talk to the Mikado priest is allowed to kind of come out and talk at these certain time periods. Other than that, it's pretty much 24-7. Am I able to talk with the other prisoners? Yes. One of the okay. things that one of them realizes, and this is kind of the key piece, <laughs> is he's like, the day that we arrived was the day of a new moon. I think they bring a group of people here, and then at the end of the new moon, everyone who doesn't convert, they kill. It's all in the system. So I, I would talk with the other uh, um, men, uh, to, prisoners, to see, like, you know, how what division were you in? Um, tr try and feel out, feel feel out the uh, uh, what they did, um, and um, start formulating. You know, Casimir being Casimir, start formulating uh, how they can work together. I would say almost all of them were either fighting at Dingju or Salim. Um, there is one guy who is a little bit way more noble than the rest of you. And he says that he actually was, um, captured at, uh, a Tony as a, a river spy to disrupt the Makata. Surprise that. 
you that they sent a noble as a spy. He's like, I'm a third son, and I have the education necessary to be able to speak the language and walk amongst them. It's a useful skill that I kind of wish that I had acquired. You get the... Oh, go on, please. Uh, maybe I wouldn't be here right now. You get the impression he was like a two-ring tested who was sent. Okay. Gotcha. He was definitely not a full-on tested who like could get a, an Imperial post, but right. he was... He had the education enough that he was successful for like about a month or two until he was caught. Um... With the basic geography, though, that is a long trip from yes. where he was to this prison. And can I tell if it's the new moon what that was in relation to to when I was? Uh, well, it was an entirely pitch dark night, so it was likely within a day or like you're probably actually no, it had been a whole month you were unconscious then. Because how else could it have been a pitch dark night? Or I guess it was a day or two before the new moon, I guess, and then you were unconscious for three days, maybe? We could do that. Whichever you think works best. I, I, um, Casimir might not be able to know. Right. It was, but the thing is, it was dark enough for you guys to do the, amp, to do the attack and not just right. be seen. Yeah. So it couldn't have been a brand shiny moon, like a yeah. full moon. So it had to be an empty moon. Right. Um, so yeah, that's the idea. When the moon okay. disappears again, people are going to be gone. So you got about 25 right. days, 20 days. Right. So, uh, d- who is the highest ranking officer amongst the, the, the spy guy theoretically is right. a commander, um, but there, he was not a battlefront leader. Um, okay, good. Battlefront leader who is the highest here is there was a um actually no one probably would be higher than a sergeant because they're only taking people who were heroic. Okay. And let's be honest, most captains are gonna send the other guy. For sure. So uh Casimir will say, All right, so um we need to work together so that we can all uh escape. Um we all need to watch the guards' movements, plan them, plot them out, uh, so we have the best chance of uh, making our move. Um, I'm sure no one is considering um, uh, their obviously false um, uh, option of converting um, but we all know uh, what happens to traitors uh, after they die. There's a, a a fair contingent, I wouldn't say a majority, that's like, well, why can't we just say to them whatever we want to, then get home and get blessed by the bell again? Okay. 
that is not it, it it's what once you're tainted by their dark magic it you, you can't get that out um I, do do you really want to uh, how would you want to be uh remembered as as the person who lied about being a no longer being a bell ringer and then ran away maybe got to sneak away uh back uh how would you explain that to, uh not just to the troops but to your uh friends and family back home or as as the people who worked together and escaped uh this prison showing them that they can't dangle their uh heretical gods in front of us uh like a uh like a piece of candy in front of a child i'm not one to say the bell ringer can't do anything why can't the bell ringer cleanse me uh i think casimir's just gonna punch that's like damn good logic get out of here So, as as the the days go on, um, you realize that you are only being fed by children. I see. Um, they, you could tell that there are guards well beyond where you are, but uh-huh. people who are even being escorted to their priestly like conversations are being escorted yeah. by children. Interesting. Um, what would you like to do during the next week? Um, so, Casimir, upon thinking about... Casimir is actually going to go to the, um, the, the, the tested spy. Um, uh, first, ask his name. Okay. Um, his name is going to be... Uh, uh, Wilhelm Thomas. Uh, I say, uh, Wilhelm, uh, I am, I want your thoughts on this ruse. My, I, I think that this, any sort of ideas of pretending convert only to slip away foolish. But what if they want us to speak with their priests? Uh, how likely do you think I could get my hands on that priest uh, during our conversation and use him as a hostage? I don't know if using a hostage will be a value. They uh, took all this time to ship us around the country. I think their priests are less valuable than than us. What are your thoughts about these children? Do you think their children are valuable? I think I, I think they're using the kids because they have no value. Yeah. That 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 
would be my guess as well. Uh, that makes sense. He's um, like, here's the issues that we have. Let's say we even get out of the prison. Then Leon we're stuck did, here in town. Yeah. Well, Leon is even if we can get a two or three day through rough mountainous terrain to the river, we're still gonna then just be on the river. We have to we only have a chance to get out if we look if we can be infiltrated out as Mikado like I was on the other side of the country. So we can do a break and I could help who escapes look like Mikado enough to possibly get us to a salt blood group that's willing to be paid to transport us back to Almern or something. So as a note, as you talk to him more, you also realize this guy comes from Montemir. Um, he is a, he was a minor house of a minor house. Like he is, was an assistant to, uh, this house called, uh, Aricosala, um, which is on the coast of Montemir. Um, he's like, we could try that. Um, we also could go and go to the priests to at least do reconnaissance of what else may be out there. Because every other person goes, we don't know, even if they came back and told us proper things, if they're actually submitting to what they're saying. You're right. But I understand that you might not want to, if people do escape and they say that you went and dealt with the priests, it might hurt your reputation back home as you keep mentioning your family. Yeah, that's, um, if they say anything, I'll, I'll just kill them. Um, it'll be fine. Um, because I won't turn. And, and Casimir's saying that out loud in part to convince him because part of his head is even thinking like maybe if tricky thing um but it's like uh, i'll i'll talk with the uh priest to see what i can um if you want to as well uh that would make sense or if you want to make prevent us from you're better at, at this Despite being caught, I still think that you're better at sort of infiltration than I. Um, so you might uh, pick up a detail that I miss, but um, I, I, I do want to get a lay of the land as we try and figure out our campaign. Now that you've also give, given more attention to him, one of the things that you've realized he's been doing is he has been uh, Grinding a stone on other stones up against the wall while like everyone else is just like sitting around. That's like what he's been doing. And now that you're spending time with him, you realize he's been making stone toys. 
with the children to try and uh, distract or bribe them. Yep. Smart. Yeah, the uh, kids that I grew up with, we often needed to be distracted, and uh, toys were usually better, easier to acquire than candy. Yes. Uh, so you're gonna go to the uh, the Mikado uh, people. You're gonna say, uh, I'll, "I'll go." Yeah, I'll, I'll say, "I'll go." Um, I'm willing to hear what you have to. Say. Okay. Um, as the kids take you out, and um, they, you realize that the key that they unlock the jail cell with they put back every time that they kind of they don't carry it on them um you are escorted through a group of hallways um into a daylight which you didn't even know it was daylight right then <laughs> um as you are taken through the mikado areas you are gradually brought into a unique looking room where every one of the walls is basically polished sheets of obsidian. And as you are brought in, there are two mats on the floor for you to sit. They are not chairs in particular. And it is one of those classic, uh, like Westerners don't know how to sit on the floor. Yes, yes. Um, Tasmir definitely does not do the like you know, heel on balls of your toes like you're supposed to. Be. It's just like cross-legged or something. Um, and the priest that is in front of you in this conversation, uh, he is a panda bear. Okay. And he says. From my records, it says that you are Casimir Ramirez, a Ramirez is a renowned house amongst the lands of earth and water. That's what they tell me, but I can't pretend to know much about Ramirez at all. the name opens some doors. The nature of our indication is that you do not wish to actually learn or observe, that you do not wish to come to these meetings in good faith. Are we wrong? Who who tells you this? You would not understand or be open to the scenario. Would would I have been? Would you have? Tell me, you selected me because you were impressed by my actions do you really think that that kind of 
person that I am that would do those actions would be the ones likely to turn coat. I'm going to tell you a story, and you are going to tell me if this seems inappropriate. If there is a field where many plants are, and a plague, a blight comes and kills many of the plants, but some of them survive. Those plants are stronger, are they not? Some of those plants may not be able to be replanted or be able to be enriched in new soil, but those that are are worthy of taking the time to look at. I'm not a farmer. I put people under the ground. I don't dig plants up from out of them. But why do you also care if this is a Mikado delusion waste of time? Well, uh, personally, because I don't want to be here and I'd rather be uh, with my people. If you feel that this is such a waste of time, then you're saying that we should have merely killed you before? It's a Casimir's quiet at that and just sort of narrows his eyes. You see, I'm a follower of Zalartha. Zalartha shows us what is hidden. And in you, there is something hidden. An emptiness. An emptiness of the nature of your birth, that you are running from your lands, that you have come here. An emptiness that you see the nobility and those of pomp and circumstance being given laurels while men of action and purpose are left to decay in the ground. That emptiness can't be filled by anything that you or your God has. It will be filled, but not in a way that you desire. Here, have some tea. And he pours you some tea. He's drinking it as well, by the way, so it's not like... Oh, okay, okay. Overtly uh, poisoned. Okay, so he'll, he'll sip while sort of looking here. Trying not to be super obvious, but he knows the jig is up, so looking around the room to see uh, if there's any uh, anything that he could use or swipe or anything like that. You see a... Um, a black... Um, like, you know how, uh, governors in Imperial China had a basically like a stick 
that gave the example that they were the governor? Yes. You basically see like one of those. Okay. Okay. And by the way, you do you have like is thievery a a a two trait for you or a three trait? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just two, but let me check. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you're you're not a overt like pickpocket. Uh, if yeah, even as a youth in the brothel, he was the kind of kid who would beat up the other kid to get the shit, not try and. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're you, you don't got anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but still, you're a dangerous scenario. Do you still want to try to take it when you leave? I'm so right now. Casimir is thinking: Should I try and grab the stick and hide it, or bash it over the panda bear's head? Um, which. Probably not a wise move, but um, yeah, like what's this? But on the other hand, he's in prison. What the hell are they going to do with it? Yeah, he's going to try and steal the stick. Uh, Even or odd? Uh, Even. Okay. You have the stick. You don't know if they know. Okay. They take you back and they put you in the cell. Okay. As you were in so long, you began to see that the moon was... You began to start seeing the moon and you realize you have about uh, maybe four or five days left. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, talk again with Helmut. Mm-hmm. That was his name, right? No. Well. Wilhelm. 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 Sorry. Uh, Wilhelm and say, uh, so I got the stick. Uh, they know that I'm, I'm no actor. They know that, according to them, they know through dark magics that I was lying. They could probably just tell in my face that Diego can, my friend can attest that I don't have the best poker face. Uh, Wilhelm basically says, I could say that you're not going to betray us and until you convince me, you know, it's just some kind of like basic conversation techniques, right? That's true. Um, you notice that the stick actually uh, has a hidden dagger inside of it. Ah, excellent. Um, uh, I, I say like, it uh, I know that this is a mark of authority. Would this help us in our escape? Or is it just useful for stabbing people with the dagger? He's like, I doubt that you could look like uh, a Mikado authority. I agree. Okay. And um, so what I'm thinking is the only thing that I could think of is uh, use the dagger the, the next time uh, that well, we asked 
Well, oh, go ahead. He's like, we probably should then plan a day to aggress nothing next time. We get a bunch of people together and you yes. can. So, like, that's going to take at least two days. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, the next time meaning. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so, so he'll, um, yeah, call over everyone and say, uh, uh, we only have a couple days left. Uh, this is our time to do it. Um, not all of us may make it out, but I would know that I'd be much happier dying trying to escape with my last breath than living to an old man uh, as a traitor and an apostate. Okay. Um, they're like, okay, we're going to do it in like a day. Yeah. And um, so you're fed that that next day. Right. Um, not the day that you're going to do it, the day but in between. Okay. And... As everyone eats about 20 minutes later, everyone started to feel a lot weaker. And you're seeing people pass out. Problem is, you know some of the people who you would have told would have already converted. Right. Is there anyone who's not obviously weaker? You're one of the weaker ones, so it's hard to tell. Okay. Uh, So you, all of you pass out. Okay. You wake up hearing screams and you are still weak okay you are being drug by the kids in a cart as they are Uh throwing the people who are partially paralyzed into a pit of fire oh fine do i have my dagger no but you can pretty physically kill 12 year old for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, I, I just thought the dagger might make it easier since I'm weaker. But yeah, um, I, uh, I'd immediately go and uh, yeah, stop. Uh, he's not going to play around, just like snap the kid's neck to stop him uh, from pushing the cart. Um, you see uh, Wilhelm in the, in the cart. Um, Wilhelm is dead already, but he uh. basically had been poisoned to death. And you okay. see that as people were fading, he hid the dagger on him. Okay, I, I grabbed that dagger then and sort of uh, make the mark of the bell on his uh, brow and hope that, like, uh, despite not getting proper funeral rites, uh, he'll be uh, looked upon favorably. So, and then you start slaughtering children, right? Yep, yep, for sure. Okay. So as you're going around slaughtering children um, with the dagger, you are beginning to lose a little bit of the who you are. Let's be honest. For you sure. Are, you are now at the stage of uh, just random murder and slaughter. Yeah. As you begin to get that bloodthirsty nature of the next one that you're killing, you begin to realize that you're not hitting them with the dagger. That you are ripping them apart with your own bare hands. Oh, okay. Um, and you realize gradually the dagger itself and the, and the wooden piece 
uh-huh. has melded into you. Oh, God. And it is the nature of the curse that is inside of you. I see. Okay. Um, and you are, as you are murdering these children and you gradually, like you eventually get a horse and you eventually kill a guard by ripping him apart and uh-huh. you get a sword and you're then riding on the horse and you come across a, a normal kind of like farming village and you slaughter them and you uh, are at these points where like you also been basically fed 200 calories a day for the last 25 days right and so in the classic three kingdoms way you cook up the people yep um and you devour them in this semi-bestial state that you are in uh-huh. um as the bestial state begins to fade you eventually are surrounded by actual proper Mikado soldiers uh-huh. uh, who recapture you and torture you for days okay. upon days. Okay. Um, as the torture, they're now torturing you probably solidly for six to seven months. Okay. The place that you are tortured, though, is eventually attacked and retaken by Crusader troops. Okay. And you are freed and taken to um you are taken to the Kingfisher Isles for recuperation and you eventually are able to recover and return to your troops. Okay. But that is the dark experience of your how I was cursed, why the Mikado right. is terrible, the dark magics. If you give one inch, they will take a mile. Yeah. Um background aspect of your story awesome um do you that feel was, that all helpful yes it was that was a blast uh okay. I, I i really enjoyed it. uh thank you so uh we i will put it up as the audio and then i need you to do the write-up on it and um then you are great to go awesome um any other uh, questions or things you would like to add into it um I, I, i'm trying to think uh uh if there's anything else um oh the just so i know like the tested that we met in our last game mentioned like oh the hero of this battle is that the one that yes okay i i I were so successful in there they they by the way diego and louis thought you died in the explosion logical and so they kept talking you up as you were the one who succeeded in this. Right. And then eventually, basically, they took you to be tortured at uh, uh, Ying Shahang in the that uh, uh, naval area kind of to the side here. Um, and basically, that place gets invaded as a raid, and then they capture you back, and then your people are like, he's back from the dead oh such a great hero and yes and you come back louie and you are at a different kind of perspective louie yeah. gets killed in an ambush and you're risen to promotion and yeah. you kind of also bring pavel along as this weird twisted piece in your mind of i killed all those kids i should at least help one kid 
Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, could you tell me the name of that battle again, so I can write it down? Um, uh, you would call it the the Battle of Dingu D I N G uh, D U, um, because you were able to basically take over the city fort and blow it up. Okay. Um, like no one notes that it was Diego's arrow. It was your order, right? <laughs> exactly. It was my idea. Exactly. Well, well, uh, 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 and I uh, say that the breastplate that they gave you in honor of that was the breastplate you had when you came back. Okay. Okay. Very cool. And so, does Casimir know if when he started acting like a beast, he actually started looking like, or was it just internal? It was a psychological break. Okay. Um, in the psychological, because. So part of the whole Makoto dark magics is to break down yeah. walls and barriers. It right. broke down your ability to contemplate calmly about things. Right. So you're like, oh, I need to get out. You you became the caged beast psychologically. Right, right, right. Um, I doubt it. You've ever seen Berserk? Um, I, I've heard of it, but I, I've never actually seen it. Yeah, so eventually there's a point where he gets this armor that is gradually takes him over psychologically to be a beast, but as long as he's in the armor, all the damage he takes no he has no pain from it. It's not uh, that he hurt. Gotcha. He has no pain. So he's able to do these very crazy things, but the moment that he calms down. He's going to take right. all those wounds and all those hits in his pain. Gotcha. Um, Berserk is pretty amazing. It's 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 too long for me to gener generously tell everyone to go watch. Uh -huh. And the other problem is, so you watch the original anime, which was outstanding, and then it's like, uh -huh. okay, this is one eighth of the story, and no uh -huh. other version does it well. So you uh -huh. then have to go read the manga. <laughs> I see, but I'm, I I've heard good things about the anime. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on, on my to watch list. I'm currently uh, finishing up the second season of Vinland Saga. Yeah, um, where it starts off with like a uh, slave narrative where he's mm -hmm. captured as as as, uh, uh, as as a working as a thrall, uh, which is nice that this anime does it. So many weird like places try and be like, oh, this word for slave isn't actually the same thing as slave, but this makes it pretty clear. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are some things that they absolutely do not pull the punches in Berserk, like uh -huh. sex slavery and like uh, sexual abuse right. is thing that occurs and drastically fucks over people's minds for sure for sure um basically so the main character berserk's name is guts he, uh -huh. a group of mercenaries come to see a whole bunch of people who were hung for possible heresies okay there was a pregnant woman that was hung and the child oh. out of her oh god that's guts wow 
And so they take her, take him along. And then the woman who was raising him in the mercenary group dies. And so the mercenary group guy feels that he's at fault for all of that. And basically like beats him up every day to be like, Hey, you have to be useful around here. And then gradually he's like, Hey, I'm going to sell you off to that guy for sex slavery. And he's like, uh, uh, I'm not a fan of that. Okay. But I'm like 12. So I'm being beat up and tortured and don't have a much. Right. Of space. And eventually right. when his dad kind of quasi dad kind of confronts him about this, he's like, Hey, you're such a weakling. Why don't you just do something? And he accidentally kills his dad. And then the entire mercenary group thinks he killed the leader. So he has to run. And this is kind of, uh, this is all told in backstory because like the key part of what people watch normally is, um, this one saga part of why, all the rest of the story comes into play, even though Guts is not the, the main player of the story, which is even another great thing. Sure. He's the main character of his story, but he's not the main character of the world story. Right, right. And he meets a guy named Griffin who has this object called the Behalet, which is like a big egg that has pieces of a face on it in different places. Okay. And there are these demons of causality that they basically certain things are destined to occur. And those who are willing to do whatever is necessary for what they want can begin to become imbued as demons. And he finds that his best buddy here, Griffin uh, is willing to basically burn the whole world for what he wants. And so the, classic kind of ending of this chapter is Griffin becomes a demon and all of the main characters are to be sacrificed and two of them survive but they still have the mystical brand of sacrifice on them so for the rest of time every night they're haunted by spirits and demons so they can't sleep for like ever Jesus and one of the and the other one who survives is so mentally shattered, she can't have conversations. She's afraid of everyone who looks violent, and is just like in a completely not catatonic but like childlike state of she can't even respond. Wow. And so guts is kind of like, oh well, uh, I guess I got to figure out what I'm going to do to help these people out, and that's kind of where the rest of the story goes. <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, really cool concepts about the foreign invaders and faith and what is what is purpose and what is like, why are we doing what the hell we're doing? It it definitely takes the classic D&D tropish and makes it way more Game of Thronesy, by the way, because like supernatural aspects for the majority of the first part of the story are nearly non-existent. There is the first moment they ever meet a demon, like uh Guts is talking to his buddy Griffin, and Griffin's like, hey, you know what? The fact that these creatures exist means that all of our actions are pointless. <laughs> so we never have a chance to 
consistently beat these things. And if these things are on a level above us, we're just pawns in the game, right? <laughs> right, right. And you rarely hear the main characters of a story be like, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, Vinland Saga? I have not. I've heard good things as well. But I uh, one of the things you mentioned, like, it's there's a lot of interesting stuff about like colonization of England, um, well, also uh, uh, Greenland, uh, Iceland, Greenland, and uh, Newfoundland, yeah. um, eventually. But uh, haven't got they haven't uh, got there yet. But a lot of things of like trying to coexist of like. You know, the farmers are like attacked by the uh, invading Vikings and mm-hmm. they survive. And then they're attacked by the rescuing heroes and also, you know, burn who also burn their stuff like that. Uh, lots of interesting stuff uh, with uh, different cultures trying to, um, that are not that different who hate each other. <laughs> So I just put it on the auto download for Plex. So when it finds it, it'll put it on the Plex. Oh, awesome! And not to discourage, there is. So the original anime doesn't actually give you the end of the story, even of the first chapter, because they realize that they can't tell you the end unless there's parts that they didn't put in. He's rescued uh, by a character that isn't in the original anime. I see. Okay. So then they made a movie trilogy of basically, let's try to get this a little cleaner. And basically in six hours, can we tell the entire story instead of like 30? And that one is basically three, two hour movies that you can basically get the basic story. If you don't want to invest forever or like some right. people, that's cool enough. I now want to go deep dive. Um, right, right. Like the writer wrote it over forty-five years. Oh wow! And then oh, and he just recently passed away, right? Exactly. Yeah. And there's a whole con- there was a whole conversation of like, so are we done? Because one of the real intricate things he did is no plot is new. Every plot has a reference to previous events. It may be thirty years ago. Right. Um, and so everyone's like, okay, well, I guess the story's done. And then this one guy who like went to art school with him and said, eh, he actually told me the entire story and I have it written down. Oh, wow. Um, but, um, there's a question on whether or not we can ever do it the artistic justice that he did. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what we're going to do. And then they basically said, okay, there are some key arcs that I don't think we will be able to do, but I will at least do the next three arcs to at least get us closer to an end. That's nice. That's um, like, I, I like the, you know, I, I, I've never been a fan. Thing is like, when I die, my notes on the fire. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, the reason why we have this is because Tolkien's son was willing to reconstruct his note. Okay, but Token, I think, is a great example. By the way, let me yeah. stop the recording so we don't have to deal with it. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, 